With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jim Duke Radio Network. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. What is at stake is more than one small country. It is a big idea. A new world order. Well, join me. I'm at the right hand of Satan. My website is com, and um, you can uh, touch base with us there. You can listen to the podcast on any of your favorite apps. We're on all of them. And uh, we're on, give a, a review on iTunes if you could. And you can like this on, on different social media. We're on the different social medias. As I mentioned, we're not we're not on YouTube because we've been canned from YouTube. They don't want our our likes, the likes of us. And uh, you know, I'm waiting for um, Elon Musk to to buy out YouTube. That would be nice. Yeah, and then he could come back. He can he can bring it back, right? Can he so, buy out the FBI and the CIA maybe. and uh, all the other corrupt organizations? Maybe. Uh, all right. So I, I want to talk a little bit about evil. And, you know, the Bible talks about evil a lot, mm-hmm. really. Oh, yeah. Yep. And it says uh, in, in Matthew six thirteen, it says, uh, well, actually starting in 9, it says, when you pray, pray in this manner, our Father which is in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Now, some translations have, but deliver us from the evil one. Which is more correct. Yeah. And that, well, I read from the King James Version, so it doesn't mm-hmm. have evil one on there. So right. it's also in Luke 4, uh, 11, 4. But what we want to know is. What is this evil that God says, uh, that Jesus said we could pray to be delivered from? Are we to be delivered from the hands of Satan? Are we to be delivered from the occult imaginations, Darren? I mean, a lot of people would interpret that, right? Well, the correct interpretation would be the Satan himself, the devil. Yeah, uh, and it says in Galatians 1.4, who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world mm-hmm. according to the will of God and our Father. So now we're asking to be delivered from the evil world. Mm, could it be both, perhaps? Yeah, it could be. Oh. But evil actually starts in the heart, doesn't it? True. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So yeah. what is evil that it's, is it, when we think of evil, we think of like, I think of the evil dead, that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw it at the movies when I was a kid. It was one of the most, the original one. It was one of the most freakiest things I saw. It was the first time I saw something eerie like that and it freaked me out. But um, it's, it's, it's that evil, we, we personify it, 
as things like Satan, things of horror, right? You know, evil mm-hmm. dead and horror. Yep. But, uh, you know, Bible says in Mark 7, 21, far from within, out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts. And then he, and it goes on to tell what those are. Adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a man. So evil so could be something So essentially it's to, to be delivered from ourselves. It could be. It could extend to the evil that's in us. And the evil isn't that you're going to go out and scare somebody. You're not like a vampire, right? It's entailing that you're going to do something that is opposed to God. That's what evil is. Evil isn't really a thing. Like people say, oh, did God create evil? Evil isn't really a created thing. Evil is the deviation away from the establishment of what is good. So if God established what is good and righteous, evil is the deviation from that. Let's see. Although there's a verse in Isaiah, though, where God speaks about something about he creates evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's Isaiah 45, 7. Let me look it up. Uh, yeah, there is a verse about that. Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah. Isaiah 45, verse 7. Uh, so we've got to be careful because that could simply be like uh, tumultuous uh, weather events. Mm-hmm. Some say, uh, like, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. Right. I, the Lord, do all these things. But the word evil might not be... I could look at the Hebrew word for the evil in that sense. Yeah. That would actually... it, it might not be the same sense of it. And yes, right. uh, there's a purpose that God has. But for the most part, evil is something in our hearts that's transpired from our deviation away from God. But in society, you know, to deliver us from evil, in society... There's a lot of evil people out there. There's people that will think nothing of mugging you in a park. Or, you know, there's this game, a punch-out game, where they're punching old men and, old, old, you know, old ladies, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is which is really yep. low, low. And punching them for thrill, and they're filming it. And they think this is a great thing. Well, that's evil. That's downright evil. What about the abuse on children? That's evil. That's like the worst in my estimation. Yeah. You know? Satanic yeah. ritual abuse is evil. Oh, adrenochrome. Yeah. Just, people ought to look into that and see if we can somehow stop that. Because I don't know if we if it's possible. But well, Trump's supposed to stop it. Hopefully. It'd be nice. Yeah, Trump's uh, going to come back and stop it all. That's what Q said. Uh, we're waiting for that. But uh, in the meantime, we're going to just basically expose what, what they're talking about when they talk about the evil. And you'll notice that in Hollywood and in places of entertainment, evil is promoted. It's glamorized. Mm-hmm. You know, Halloween, I mentioned Halloween, they're on Halloween, you know, 47 or whatever the, the number is they're up to. Um, you know, they, they do, they put these evil shows. And why do you think they show gore and evil things like people getting hacked up and jumping out in front of people and scaring them. And, you know, why do you think they should, why is the it with a clown so scary? You know, why are they making it glamorized like that? Mm, yeah. you know, do you know why? No. 
Not really. Well, we know that it's got something to do with our heart. First of all, the heart that wants to scare and, and have the evil. Secondly, the heart that's entertained by the evil. And because of sin, we love these horror things. But for the most part, it's a shock. Sure. It's like to stimulate shock. Uh-huh. You know, like, like, you know, they call them shock jocks when they, when they bring up uh, race, racy things and, and um, sexual things. It, it's, it shocks the audience. Shock is, is meant to be glamorized to, to kind of get people on their feet and it, and it causes attention and attraction. And the reason is, is because it's, it's in the heart to want to uh, attract people towards these things. But in all reality, I think the evil glamorization is to shock, to ridicule Christianity, mm-hmm. to ridicule, good, to po- yeah. oppose God. I think that a lot of times the mock, the, the, the shock is to mock righteousness we do know that the we talked about the Hellfire Club. We talked about the Bohemian Grove. They do these diabolical debaucheries, orgies, drunkenness, homosexuality, in a in a uh, in a in a manner of like what what goes on here behind closed doors doesn't get out. You could do anything. Anything's permissible, and you can do anything here because you have a freedom to oppose God. Like God's not watching your parties, and you know, like let's let's just let our hair loose and hang out and do whatever we want, including having really sick homosexual affairs, just for shock. But it's really to mock God. Um, I want to talk the verse today. Be not deceived; God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the spiritual of the spirit reap life everlasting. But anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt there. Yeah, no, that's okay. You know, bring it on. Um, Mm -hmm. It desensitizes us to the perversions and opens us up for a conscious conditioning. And it does that, they do that when the families bring them up in the Illuminati families, they bring up their children to, you know, eat their... species and stuff, uh, they do it to shock them, to get their body to neglect consciousness, you know, guilt. And uh, it, it strengthens the, the character, supposedly, but it's actually sick, if you want to ask me. Um, but um, I, I, I was going to tell this story once before, and I said, I bet I'm not going to, but I, I will tell it now because it's kind of pertinent. Uh, a friend of mine, are you familiar with the Demolay? Team Malay, I've never even heard that word before. All right. What's that? Uh, Billy Graham um, said that Demolay is one of the outstanding youth organizations that had been out there. Hmm. It's the youth organization of the Freemasons. Kind of like the Shriners Circus, probably. Something well, the Shriners is, is, is the 32nd high degree Masons, the highest degree before you're an honorary. Uh, and you have to be uh, you have to be opposed to Christianity to be in the thirty second, because it's actually a uh, it, that's what the Shriners are. It's it's a celebration of the slaughter of Christians, but um, but the the youth group of the Demolay in honor of the Knights Templar Demolay, okay, and they started a youth group, 
And Billy Graham said, this is an outstanding organization. But I'll tell you one incident that happened with a friend of mine for this outstanding organization. They in, uh, he, he was looking for some kind of youth group to join, and his father, not knowing the difference, said, well, my friend's part of this Freemason organization. They have a youth group. Why don't you uh, attend it? So he brought his, my friend to the, when he was like 16, 17, brought him to the youth group, of the, the D. Mole youth group. And inside, it was a Freemason hall. Oh, wow. And inside, they said, uh, they said okay, here everything goes. We won't tell. Everything ha- happens here, and you don't, you don't tell what goes on outside of these walls. They're letting 12-year-olds drink. They were having sexual orgies. He explained some of the things that happened. And it was a way of saying, hey, you know, let's break you down of your morality Mm -hmm. and shock you into guilting your conscience away from desensitizing you. Wow. Well, they have nothing to worry about because they're never going to be at the court because the court systems is as corrupt as they are. Well, the court systems... A lot of uh, Freemasons are in the court systems, and a lot of judges mm-hmm. are Freemasons, and that's how they, they uphold their own laws, where if you're, brought, if you're bringing a, a fellow Freemason to trial, the, Show some hand the, court has, or yeah, the court has to do all it can to try to persuade the jury not to try the person. And wow. the, even on the judge's behalf, the judge will actually act on behalf of the brother. Mm-hmm. The the brotherhood of the fraternity of the Freemasons. They're given Good a sit. they're given a Good square deal. Wow. But it, it's it's a tolerance of the actual evil in front of us that you know breeds this stuff. It's uh it, it breeds acts committed to the to this stuff. It's allowance of sin and shock to the public brings fear, and the fear actually brings a reverence. You ever hear people say, "Don't talk about the devil. You'll 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 uh, you'll appease him. You'll summon him." I've even heard Christians say, "Don't talk about things of the devil. You don't want to bring him here." Mm. Why are you afraid of him? Yeah, the devil has power, but you you know the serpents trample under our feet. Um, if you're in Christ, you got to act out in your authority, but you can't also invite sin. If you're, if you're involved in this stuff, it's going to weaken your, your conscience, weaken your soul, and take you out from the wing of, of the protection of God, because you, you voluntarily basically dismissed yourself from God by, by entertaining and, and, and awarding sin and bringing that in your life. You basically push God's righteousness away, and, and you grieve the Holy Spirit. So we don't want to do that. But is there a power in this? Um, is there a power in, in the shocking to bring fear? There's a, some say there's a power in the occult. The occult, by the way, is not evil necessarily. The occult means hidden. But what goes on mm-hmm. in the hidden is they do um, evil rituals and things like that in the occult. So it's not the occult that's evil. It's the rituals that are behind it that are hidden. But um, is there a power in this? Like, if, if people summon the devil, is there a power in that? I mean, do we have to be aware of that? Do we have to word others for this, Darren? Or are we going to be fearful that the devil's going to come on this earth and roam and, by these guys summoning him? 
Well, you can summon an evil spirit or unclean spirit, a devil, any type of entity like that. Uh, so in a sense, there is some power to it, but it's coming from a, an evil source. Yeah. And, uh, the, and the law of attraction, do you think by bringing the attraction to these things may summon that spirit? And I don't believe in the law of attraction. Like if you if you think positive thoughts, positive thoughts will be attracted to you and come your way through the universe and quantum physics. You have to believe in the quantum physics of your successful self in order to manifest it here on this plane. That's a bunch of psychological, metaphysical garbage. But there is a truth that if what you sow, you reap. So what you attract, you will have the reward from it. So if, if you start to breed evil, you're going to attract evil. You know, it's just going to be the people that you're around, and it's going to be the spirits that are um, entertained by it, appeased by it. And it's going to be, you know, if, if you start to do things that are, that are satanic, your mind's going to start to bend towards the dysfunction of that Satanism. But you got to keep in mind the vibrations. You know, the entire creation is constructed upon like frequencies. In fact, it's been proven scientifically. So you got to consider that too. So is there a possibility that people can affect these frequencies and alter things around them? But that's a whole other topic. I think we touched that a couple of years back. Yeah. So mm -hmm. anyway, not to go off the subject. But. Well, you know, I just want to, you know, doing these things and 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 yielding to it. It, 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 it allows the imagery to come forth, to bring attention to these things, and it, it justifies horror. It justifies Halloween and, and then Saturnalia and things like that. You know what Saturnalia was in the Roman festivals? I've heard about it. Offhand, well, I'm trying to think. You know, the, the, the symbol of Saturn and the symbol of the 666 oh, yeah. and the symbol of the hexagram is the Saturn yep. worship. It's um, actually Saturn has a, a, a hexagram on it, on its face. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the 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 hexagram is is a six 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 embedded in itself, and and it's also in the form of a cube. If you connect all the lines, it, it that's why a three dimensional cube represents Saturnalia and represents the hexagram. And um, in uh, Amos five twenty six, it says the image of your star Molech, the image of Cheon or Chayon uh, is, is actually the Saturn imagery. So the imagery becomes the evil in itself for the representation. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Of evil. Uh, the horror films become the manifestation as Hollywood creates these. And then you have the imagery and heavy metal bands. Now, mm -hmm. I'm an old heavy metal rocker, Darren. I, I'm a heavy metal head. And uh, I do my own music, and some of it's heavy. I don't glorify death metal. I don't glorify anything from Satan. So I, I don't listen to bands like Slayer, even though I know who they are. I've studied them. 
And I know for a fact that they do um, have antics of occultism and worshiping personifications of Satan, even though they'll deny it because everybody that does it will say, oh, no, I, you know, like Ronnie James Dio will say, no, I, we're all, we all have good in us. We all have evil in us. It's all both personifications. What he's talking about is dualism within ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's why he, he says, I'm a Christian, but he's also a Satanist. He was a wow. Satanist because he, he honored the mystical things. He honored the occult things. He honored the, the demonic. Um, but he covers it up by the good. That's how they balance it out. It's called dualism. Mm-hmm. And sle- like, What's that? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. It's going to sle- say yin-yang. Yeah, oh, exactly. It's, yeah. That's what it is, Taoism. Mm-hmm. But Taoism is a mild form of dualism in occultism. Like occultism is, is as above, so below. Uh, mm-hmm. Dark and light, moon and sun, white and black, where Taoism is, is the principles of opposites forming a unity, and that unity is what occultists use. So even though Taoism is basically atheistic, kind of as a principle, it still is a, an extension from dualism, uh, occultism. And wow. uh, you have bands like Bla- it's the Slayer, and, uh, you know, they did dabble in the occult. Black Sabbath said that, I mean, Ozzy said that basically, you know, watching too many Bela Lugosi films, uh, he, he was starting to get involved in horror and shock and using that imagery to form the band and have the uh, themes like, you know, I am Lucifer and all this stuff. And, and, and it was all just a play, like an entertainment for him. But then you talk to the band members and you find out the guitar, the, the guitar player, Tony Iommi, and the bass player, Geezer Butler, both admitted that they dabbled in black magic. So no, it's not a personification. It's not entertainment. These guys are are real. Mm-hmm. I remember Merciful Fate, um, singer. Uh, I got a fly in here. I don't know how. Um, That's supposed to represent Beelzebub. Beelzebub, Lord of the Flies. So I always think of that. Is that yeah. uh, significance of yeah seeing something like that? But anyway. I don't know. Uh, no, I saw it earlier. Uh, Merciful Fate, um, King Diamond. I know somebody that knows King Diamond and said he does perform satanic rituals. So it's, it's, it's more than just theater. Uh, the band, there's a band theater, Coven, Coven. There's okay. a band, Satan. I mean, uh-huh. wow. what do they, they talk Sa- about? I've heard of Coven. I've never heard of Satan. <laughs> you know, you were talking about uh, Saturnalia being, what, 666, uh, mm-hmm. something, uh, there's supposed to be a six. But no, put it way, another planet, Pluto. Uh, it was supposedly discovered in 1930, but guess what year the the caricature Pluto came out? 1930. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Not only that, um, I don't know if uh, anybody watching, uh, to show you, oh, I just messed it up here, to show you how much they mock us, I don't know if you can see this or not, but you can see the image of Pluto on Pluto. Well, what a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. It just shows you how they're mocking us, you know? And Disney World, NASA, they're just a bunch of Freemasonry liars. That's all. Yeah. Giving us a bunch of horse hockey. But anyway, yeah, just want to throw you out, throw that out. Yeah. It's, and, you know, these things exist within itself. And, you know, let, let us do evil so sin can be of grace, as the Bible uh, brought up in Romans 3.8. And, and we don't do sin just so evil just so we can have grace from evil, 
Um, mm-hmm. But these these imageries that we bring, you know, they they give forth to images like Baphomet, and now you get into the goat head with the horns yep. that personify Satan, but you get into the Adronalus. Adron- 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 what, <laughs> what am I trying to say? Um, the androgynous image of uh, of the um, Baphomet, and uh, it, it it leads to uh, actually connections with the LGBT. Q R S T U V W X Y. Why don't you just give the whole entire alphabet? Because yeah, I'm no. sure someday it's, they added it's so more pathetic. letters too. I'm told. Oh yeah, so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But but this is this leads to the binary identi- identity because the Baphomet has male parts and female parts. Yeah, that's the gender blending. We're seeing that today. It's the androgynous the- uh, image. And this leads to transgender and self-identity to whatever you want. So the mm-hmm. LGBT is actually wrapped up indirectly with Baphomet and the occult because they dismiss what God has made. I think it's a mockery of God's natural creation. Yeah, man and woman, what God originally created. From the beginning of creation, he made them male and female. And what, is they, what does the enemy do? Just distorts that all. And we, now we have, instead of husband and wife, spouse. Oh, instead yeah. Of, Instead of policeman or policewoman, it's a police officer. person. It's or, officer. Or, or, or they don't even officer. do police person anymore, huh? A person, yeah. Or yeah, yeah, man or woman or pathetic. A person, yeah. So you don't want to admit you're a person when you're in a court. That's oh. one thing. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to admit you're a person. Mm-hmm. Well, good because they can man. only sue a person. Mm-hmm. That a fictitious corporate entity that they established the moment you were born, slapping a birth certificate on your life and declaring you as dead, floating in the water, lost at sea. Now the government owns you because your parents signed that waiver called the uh, the birth certificate when they're in the hospital. And big scam we're in. Yep. Yep. I think we did a show on that too, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. A couple years ago. Yep. Um, so, I wanted to bring semantics. up. I wanted so. to bring up w- one more thing here. It's going to be a shorter show, I think, because. Uh, um, one more thing I wanted to bring up. Okay, speaking of the occult, as I said, occult doesn't mean evil. It just means hidden. But the things that are hidden, you know, God says don't hide your light under a basket. You don't hide. If it's good, you bring it out, right? Why does it have to right. be hidden? Because it's in secret. It's things done diabolically in secret. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's where the enemy operates. You know? So recently, we saw this story that Tom Brady, talk a little bit about sports. Let's get into sports, Darren. We only get into well, it when it hits our theme. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, quarterback from for the uh, New England Patriots. Well, he was. Yeah, and, now he and switched he, over. And he came out yeah. of retirement, remember? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, supposedly his wife wanted him to come out of retirement, and then he went back in. or you know, She wanted him to come into retirement, and he went back in, came out of retirement, and she got mad, and they divorced. Now, do you remember the story about Tom Brady admitting that his wife is a witch? Yes, I remember you saying that. And I have an article here. She, he says, they're into everything. And listen to this. They asked him, do you think your wife's uh, interests can acclaim for your success? And he says, well, I learned a lot about 
I learned a lot from my wife over the years. This is what he says. Tom Brady says, she always makes me a little alter at the game because she just wills it so much. So she put together this altar for me that I can bring pictures of the kids and have special stones and healing and, and protection stones. And she has me wear this necklace and take these drops that she makes and say mantras. And I stopped questioning her. And I've le it led to my success. So I'm think he's thinking, yeah, she's helped my success in her conjuring. That's an unfair advantage, isn't it? Shouldn't be allowed to use witchcraft in your success, should you? Well, you can use witchcraft. Just can't. Uh -oh. I don't know. And he says, uh, he says, but but she's told him you're married to a good witch, not a bad witch. Mm -hmm. Gazelle bunging. It's all from the enemy. That's all. Yeah. Black so, or white. He, you know, they they, and then he says, oh, I still I still uh, give glory to God though when I want. Isn't that convenient? You can you can summon the devil and give praise to God. Mm -hmm. Now, can I clarify one thing about uh, about God creating evil? Well, now well, let me. Uh, okay, yeah, now. Yes, you can, Later. but let me just uh, finish this. Sure. Here. So sure. now that he's divorced her. Oh yeah. She is she going to sabotage his career? Oh, we'll see. Because that makes a good witch. An evil witch now, if you use it to harm somebody. And I'm wondering if his failure of, of, of getting any records right now, either it's old and he's out of shape and he can't do it anymore, or, or she's put a spell on him. And what happened? The enchantment spell wore off of him? You got to wonder, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. All right. Or did ahead. the other one work originally? Yeah. Or was it just his skill that got him? Yeah. All right. Go ahead with uh, right. evil. Right. It's one, it's one uh, paragraph. Uh, we can see that the Bible teaches that God is pure and does not approve of evil, that the word ra, evil in Hebrew, can mean many things, and that contextually the verse is speaking of calamity and distress. Therefore, God does not create evil in the moral sense, but in the sense of disaster or calamity. Perhaps like uh, when Pharaoh was crossing, I should say when the Israelites were crossing the Red Sea and God parted the sea, could that be classified as the evil in this sense? Probably. Like he allowed the you know the Red Sea to collapse in on the approaching Pharaoh's army. So evil in a calamity or disaster sense. Well, oh. the Bible says in Ephesians 5, it says, walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as the wise, redeeming the time because the days are days evil. Days are evil. Yep. So there's an evil coming upon us, but does it mean like a horror, like a Satan masquerade thing? Or does it no. mean the evil of our own hearts? Right. Because... Yeah. Because the days are evil. It. Yeah, because man is creating the evil from their hearts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the real yes. evil is not really the things that are manifest. It's the conditions of the heart that are manifest from the heart. In other words, the evil isn't things that are outside of us, like 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 the evil. It's it, do you feel evil in the air, Darren? There's evil right. coming. The evil. The world's evil. There's evil. The, everything's. No, it's about the evil is the conditions of our heart and it manifests what it is.
Right. So the things we see are basically manifestations of where our heart is. Mm -hmm. So we have to wonder when we, you know, when God flooded the earth the first time, he says men's hearts were continually evil. And we go on today and we want to ward against evil. We want to warn people. We want to, uh, you know, we want to persuade people to, to, to stand up against evil. But really, what we should be doing is getting our hearts to incline towards God, right? Because you can't yep. just get rid of evil. You have to turn people to God. So a lot of times our warning, you know, the, the, you know, you notice how when sometimes like when nations came after Israel, it was actually God's doing. This is what you talk about when mm -hmm. you say created evil. Mm -hmm. God allowed the evilness in the hearts of our enemies to come after us. Right. When they rebelled, Israel rebelled against God. God yeah. You know. It wasn't because God was saying, oh, Israel, do something here. Get rid of your enemy. God was saying, yeah, do you, do you want to know why your enemy's coming after you? Because your our hearts turned from us, mm -hmm. from me. And, so in a sense, it was love yeah. that God showed. And yeah. he, he coaxed them into returning to him. And then when they returned to him, he gave them prov provision of what they needed to ward off the enemy. Jehoshaphat, the same thing. You know, God said, the battle's not yours, it's mine. Mm -hmm. Now, incidentally, God allows the enemy to come after us to condition our hearts, to get our hearts right. And it's when we fail to get our hearts on God that the enemy continues forth and, and, and destroys us. So when we talk about the world order and all this stuff, I know I have somebody right now that's trying to get me to, to vote against the evil. And I'm like, well, that's kind of a, a that's kind of a, a anti. What is it called? A anti. Um, it, it it there's it it's impossible because who are you going to vote for? Which side are you going to vote for? Both of them represent evil. It's a, a matter of which you prefer, and you're going to end up with the same new world order. It doesn't matter. So, you know, how do we fight the New World Order? I get asked that all the time. Jim, you got to keep warning us, warning people against the New World Order. I'm only telling you the New World Order's out there and where they're working, but it's up to you to turn your heart to God. And it's up to you to, to, to all of us incline towards God to ward off the, the, the enemy so he has no power. They're going to do what they do. And I try to tell people this. They're going to do what they do. Well, what do we got to go warning people? Oh, the sky is falling, Darren. The economy is going to crash next week. The, uh, you know, you hear all these things all the time. But I hear nobody saying, hey, what do we do to get back right with God? That's it's right. because That's it's not fashionable. It's easier and better and funner to talk about the New World Order and the Illuminati and the Antichrist. Forget about the Antichrist. So many people, well, we got to ward people against uh, taking the mark of the Antichrist. Why? If you took the mark of the Antichrist and you're not saved, you're still going to hell. <laughs> That's right. So the work of the enemy, averting the I, most important thing. Did I say that thing. right? If you, uh, if you prevent, if you resist taking the mark of the beast and, and following the Antichrist, if you're, if you're not saved, you're still going to perish. Correct. And, oh. and people are warning against the Antichrist. Don't warn against the Antichrist. Where are you getting your heart right with Jesus Christ? And then you don't have to worry about what the Antichrist does. Yeah, he's going to still probably affect our lives, but we don't have to worry about taking the mark because our mark is with Jesus. 
we won't be taking the mark of an antichrist. Sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Yeah. So people are focused on the wrong things. Yep. It's the work of the enemy, averting our attention away from the most important thing. Yeah. That is where we spend eternity. Salvation is the most important yep. thing. It's not a yep. matter of alerting about the New World Order. That's right. But I've pe- people argue with me. No- knowing about the New World Order is a salvation issue, because if you don't see the New World Order, then you can't have salvation, because you can't see the salvation. That's a bunch of bunk. That's not in the Scripture. Oh, the truth shall set you free. There it is, right there. No, that's you applying, misappropriating the wrong context for a verse. They do that a lot, Darren. Watch it out there. They take a verse and they say, this supports what I'm saying. No, it only supports your interpretation of what you're saying. The truth is the fact that you're a sinner before God and you need to get right with God, and the only way to do that is be redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ for your sins. And then trusting in him, he sanctifies your heart, the Holy Spirit indwells in you, and, and, and uh, witnesses to your spirit that you're saved. There's the gospel right there in a nutshell. It's not about, about of identifying the Antichrist. It's fun to try to point fingers, but it's not going to save anybody by pointing, don't go there, don't go there. Well, I don't know. Darren, let's end here. Alrighty. And uh, folks, my website is jimdukeperspective.com. And we'll see you next time. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.